If the rest of you are going to let him catch the ball outside the three-second lane, drive all the way in there without one man challenging him, then I'm leaving and you guys are going to run till you can't eat supper. Now I'm tired of this baloney. I'm sick and heckin' tired of an 8-10 record. I'm heckin' tired of losing a... Ba, 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 sky, Welcome to OPA Podcast. Today's hosts are Laurence Guider. What's good? Griffin Most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Wyatt Olkers. Hey. And myself, Jason O. So, first segment, we're going to do a quick go for sports recap. Uh, the women's soccer team Ooh. upset at Auburn 2-0 in the first round of the NCAA tournament. War Eagle died. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and now proceeding to the second round versus UCLA. Um... That was their first road win in the NCAA tournament in school history. Is that right? Oh, Bruins. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> All right. Next up, your third-ranked women's volleyball is 22-2 and overall, 16-0 in the Big Ten, still first in the conference. They wrapped up their home schedule, regular season home schedule, for three win set or three sets to win against the number 12-ranked Purdue Do- <laughs> Boilermakers. Doilermakers? <laughs> Doilermakers! <laughs> Ooh, Purdue McCutcheon as well. Purdue taking all, all types of this week. <laughs> and then that, so women's volleyball's next match is on Friday, November 16th versus mm-hmm. Maryland mm-hmm. Um, at College Park. Indeed. Next up is your 14th and 16th ranked men's hockey. They're 2-4-1 overall. They're 1-1 in the Big Ten. <laughs> tied for second in the conference with Ohio State, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Um, they split their series with Wisconsin last weekend, winning 3-2 Friday night and losing 1-3 Saturday night. Their next matchup is on Friday, the 16th, versus um, uh, St. Lawrence Saints at home in Three Marina at Mariucci, and on the 17th as well. Um, Their second-ranked women's hockey is 9-2-1 overall, 7-2-1 in the WCHA, first in the conference. Their next series is a home split versus the St. Cloud State Huskies on the 17th and 18th at home in Ritter and at St. Cloud. Men's basketball is now 2-0. Overall, Jelly. defeating Utah last night, seventy-eight to sixty-nine. Uh, their game nice. next game is on is this Sunday versus Texas A&M at the for the Vancouver Showcase. Dub. And then <laughs> <laughs> any day, any uh, given. Jordan day. Murphy's gonna come back with the rebound in there. I can <laughs> smell it. Yeah. He's, he's gotta get them double doubles. Um, next up, your twenty-fifth ranked women's basketball is one and zero overall, winning their home opener versus New Hampshire. Uh, their next game is tomorrow, Wednesday night, the 14th, against Xavier. They flew out to Cincinnati tonight. Was that right, Greg? Uh, yeah, about 4 o'clock today. Yep. So uh, looking forward to another uh, go for win for the women's basketball team. Now, next segment, hot takes post-Purdue game. I'll be honest. What the hell was that? <laughs> <clears throat> I'll let the Rons have Ron? the floor. <laughs> One second. Um... <laughs> I was looking up the definition of why one still believes that the Lord is still on the throne. And that game was proof. But I would like to read this quick quote from Hammer and Rails and their predictions of what was going to happen in this game because I'm a petty human being. (laughs) (laughs) Someone named Holmes. What's good, Holmes? Uh, decided to say that uh, Purdue would win 38 to Minnesota's 14, saying, and I quote, Purdue should have the firepower to further expose Fleck for the fraud that he is. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm running out of ideas for Jumbo Heroes jokes, so let's just say he gets beat with an oar. We just beat you 31 points. Welcome to the Ohio State Club, and your boy couldn't get a third first down. Anyway, big boys, big boys, and welcome to the second largest margin of victory, I believe, against Purdue. That is the largest margin of victory under Jeff Brown. So y'all took a giant <laughs> L this weekend, courtesy of Seth Green and Chris Bell and and Bryce Williams and uh, Blake Cashman who decided that he does not believe in being a good citizen as he just straight up jacked David Blau of the ball and took it 40 yards the other way. God bless Blake Cashman. 
And let me tell you, that man needed it after his performance last week. <laughs> Statistically, that was one of his worst. And he'll be the first to tell you that. Real talk. Real talk. Yep. No, so let's do some uh, stats. What happened from that game? Um, so the final score was, of course, 41 to 10. <clears throat> um, but it was a lot. So we, so last week we discussed keys of the game, right? Mm-hmm. One, one was stop Rondale Moore. Oh, and they did that. Chris Williamson, you're my hero. Anyway, good news. And the thing is about Chris Williamson, he hasn't played legitimate football time for the last two years. You know, he's been on that roster due to, like, other sports and injury. Well, he had Rondale Moore's number. Yep. And he did a pretty good job throughout that game. Um, yeah. So then Tanner Morgan was 10 for 18. Very, you know, low throwing this time around. He didn't need to do much, though. Yeah. He didn't need to do much. 139 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Mohammed. Mohammed! Woo! 18 carries or 155 yards. That's a grown man right 265 now. overall on the ground, though. Yeah. Mm. That's a grown man right there. That's that Big Ten West football right he there. He averaged 8.6 yards per carry. He a bad man? He a bad man, yo. Uh, Bryce Williams had nine carries of 68 yards, 7.6 yards. <gasps> Think of all the rosters in like, the Big Ten Conference. How many like can put up that many yards as a third or fourth string? The depth? Oof. Reminder to everyone in the Big Ten next year, one Rodney Smith, you may know him from the, your end zones, um, and Shannon Brooks, you may know him from running over people to get to your end zones. We'll both be back along with Muhammad and Bryce Williams. So good luck with that, y'all. We already got a full Seth pass. Green had eight, eight carries, uh, 30 yards, 3.8 yards per carry, but he's four. But when he passed, he was one for one, 11 yards. With a 100 Two. quarterback rating. <laughs> <laughs> for one touchdown to our tight end, Jake Paulson. He had a 100 quarterback rating on one pass? Yep. It was a good throw. <laughs> hey, but hey, our, our boy Tyler Johnson registered a QBR with his one incomplete pass. <laughs> Three. <laughs> <laughs> one incompletion. No, but... Stuart is going to no, David Black. Why? Oh. No, why did I... During the game, I thought that was Seth Green throwing the ball. I did think that was Seth Green, Loki. Oh, I thought... Oh, no, I, I thought did. it was Tanner Morgan. I thought it was, like, Seth Green threw to Tanner Morgan, who then threw uh, to whoever was downfield. Which was uh, Rashad Bateman. But, uh... So, for receiving, Ty Johnson only had five, care, five re- receptions for 73 yards. Doesn't matter, still leading the no, big no, no, yeah, that's, no. that's Ty Johnson. 948. It's Ty Johnson. He's and gonna be ne- a thousand yard receiver. Next up is the crab, Chris Abendell. Three receptions for forty four yards. Uh fourteen point seven yards average. Uh Jake Paulson, our tight end, got two receptions for seventeen yards, one for a touchdown. We finally used a tight end <laughs> and it works. Hold on, the Gophers don't have tight ends. That's gotta be a type. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Rashad Bateman only had one reception but for sixteen yards, got us that first down early on in the game. Okay, he draws attention. Um, Blake Cashman <laughs> forced a fumble mm-hmm. and re- ran it back. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. But also, he had seven solo tackles, <clears throat> was credited for half a sack and half tackle for loss. Then, next up, Thomas Barber, from the lineage of Barbers, Ooh. had five solo tackles, one and a half sacks, also and one and a half tackles man. for loss. He's hungry. <laughs> He said, look, look, feed me, feed, feed, feed me. Joseph Brown said, feed me. <laughs> and then we had no interceptions. We did. Oh, yeah, we, had one. we did. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Uh, not, not from what we intercepted. Yeah, yeah that's what the stats we're getting. Uh, Emmett Carpenter was also two for two for all field goals. Courtesy of Jacob Burgers. <laughs> Holder oh. of the year. <laughs> Heisman front runner Jacob Herbert, sir. <laughs> yep, and then punting. Uh, his average was thirty nine yards. Who's off. average? Tell me, who. Herbert's. Who's average? Who's Thirty nine <laughs> yards average, but his longest was forty one. Tell me more about Jacob Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> <You> Mackie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, what, what's the other award he's on? He's on. He's on the Ray Guy watch list. He's on the Peter Mortel Hoarder of the Year watch list. <laughs> Tell me about bad men. That's a bad man. that football. Whoa. I hope you're watching, Jacob. We, we like you, you here. We really do. Bless you, sir. But then David Blau, oh, not a good game for him either. 20 for 31, 142 yards, only one touchdown. QBR rating in garbage 13.6. In garbage time, yep. mind you. Which is where Rondell Moore got his touchdown. Exactly. So You saw Purdue at the end trying to get as many yards as possible. To try they to didn't make want to pan his just like, <laughs> <laughs> They said we knew we were taking this in. DJ, not run 10 yards, please. Kind of... <laughs> I can't have that negative two on the board too long for for another quarter. You know uh, what was what I thought was um, interesting oh, that's about stats. the game. Yeah, what I thought was interesting about the game before we get on to old Patty Fitz. Um, what I did find was so interesting about the game is like I understand that Purdue's one of those teams, like kind of like a Washington State, where they like to open up the run by passing. Like, as opposed to open up, like, the passing game by running the ball. They like to throw it. And then once that starts working and everyone's afraid of Rondell Moore, as they should be, then DJ Knox just comes over and hits him over the head. Um, well, them throwing the ball did not work. Uh, them running the ball did not work at first. And what surprised me um, was, frankly, the fact that they just stopped trying to run the ball. Because I think they had more success running the ball than they had throwing the ball. And I know it's a little odd because they had, like, negative two yards. They had negative two well, yards to three quarters. Yeah, but, like, how much of that was because we kept eating up David Blau? Like, we kept hitting him. So, you seem, you seem, so, you seem so happy about that. Dave, okay, David Blau, I really do respect that guy. David Blau is great. The cradle of quarterbacks at Purdue is strong. We are sorry. I'm not sorry, uh, but I do feel bad that we uh, put them hands on you. That no. Hey, I don't know what Joe Rossi sorry, was doing. Sorry, you feel bad that we put hands on that boy? <laughs> David Blau is one of the most likable quarterbacks in the Big Ten. He, Did so you watch his press conference three years ago? Yeah. Doesn't mean he shouldn't feel it against Minnesota. Well, apparently Joe Rossi decided last week that all of these hands were rated E for everyone. Because <laughs> everybody <laughs> called that word this weekend. Whoa! And some grown men on the defense. Grown men. I think a big part of that, too, is like... Um, there were nine, nine drives, I believe, ending in five plays or fewer for Purdue. So it's like, they didn't really have any time to give the ball to the running backs. That's fair. I mean. No, but we played very sound, aggressive defense. Very. Very aggressive. Very aggressive. Well, I mean, if you watch, you know, Flex Conference, you want everything fast and simple. And that's what it was. I don't know if Joe Rossi just said, listen. (laughs) I want three dudes on Rondale, and the rest of y'all go get the quarterback. That's, that's what we're doing. Um, but either way, they were playing fast. They were playing just aggressive. They were playing with that dog in them, which I haven't seen since Fresno State, frankly. Um, and they really looked like they were having fun on the field, which is a great thing to see as you're inflicting punishment. But also... So, you know how Carter Coffin is our best edge rusher. Yeah. He didn't register a single sack. Which is the best part. Because our defense stepped up that line. Oh. Because everyone knows you got to stop old Carter Coughlin. So then Thomas Barber and Blake Cashman said, okay, so y'all just going to forget about us. Okay. I mean, they let him play. Blake Cashman, he, he, he played his game. I think Rob Smith really restricted, like, like what he does. Blake Cashman went out there. And he did what he does best, which is eat. Eat. He eats. Eat. You didn't, you didn't see him, like, go up the middle at all. You saw him kind of stay back and wait. And he's like, oh, you trying to run outside on the edge? <laughs> no, 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 you know, David Blau has some smaller hands. This might be an issue. <laughs> Next thing that happens, 
snatch takes that away. I'm like, oh, okay, so we committing robbery right now. That's cool. That's cool. I I see that a uh, man bun that uh, Cashman was rocking. Uh, I guess that may have aided in his savagery in this particular game. Right. No, but to be honest, all the defensive guys have really slick hair, though. That's nice. I think I think overall, though, we we. Um... We still have a lot to prove, though. Oh, uh, Joe Rossi, yeah. at least. I mean, yeah, I th- this is a really small sample size for Joe Rossi because I think we thought because like how Peter said there was like a coping thing going on this week, but the last week about the Purdue game because Joe Rossi just took over and like that Sunday night, I think PJ mentioned they met with the players individually after their team meeting because some of the players weren't coping with it well. Like, especially for the I think for the linebackers, they work with Rob Smith. The last year and a half, so it kind of made sense. They knew why Illinois ran all over us. Yeah, so this is a small sample size for Joe Ross. So, like, if he does well these next two games, mm-hmm. I think he solidified the DC spot. No, no, but, no, no. Oh, you yeah, no, no, here's, no, no. Here's no. the thing: three games ain't enough. I think that Joe Ross is a man out there to prove that he deserves his job. I don't know that three games is going to be enough to do it unless we win all three of them. Um, we beat Wisconsin, give that man the job. If we are able to stop Jonathan Taylor, give that man the ball. Because there's only one team that has kept Jonathan Taylor under 100 yards this year. Can you guess what team that was? Northwestern? Yes. It was not Michigan. <laughs> it was Northwestern University. Had him at 40 yards. That's crazy. But, yeah, no, if, we, if he's able to continually – uh, do performances like that. I don't think three games is enough of a sample size either. But but three games is enough of a sample size to say, hey, maybe we got to try this guy out, see what he can do in future seasons. Because I still think they should still go for like a national search for the huh. season. Find somebody, someone who preferably knows how to stop the run. That would be great. <laughs> Tracy. Sorry. <laughs> Tracy, <laughs> Sorry, did I bring that up? Tracy. <laughs> hey, Wazoo's eighth rank now. Eighth rank Washington State. Washington State just said, yo, we saw what you did at the Holiday Bowl missing 10 starters. Hey, you want to come join us? Because obviously we can't beat you. And now they're eighth in the country. I'm not saying that it was Tracy, but it was Tracy. Anyway. So you're saying it was Tracy. I didn't say that. Anyway, back on the topic of the last three games and Jonathan Taylor. It will not be that hard to stop. Wisconsin's backup quarterback, I feel like. Oh, it's Hornet Book Jack. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought he was questionable. I, I heard he was outside. Questionable. Well, we'll see what <laughs> hey, happens hey, and, oh, and, what, and what we hear, but um, the questionable Jack Cohen showed he was very incapable this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> looking, looking like Mitch Leidner when the Vikings signed him. He, <laughs> <laughs> he goes out for one series, backs up 20 yards. I, you know what? Like... <laughs> Looking like Blake Bortles in these streets anyway. (laughs) Okay, Blake Bortles was really good at UCF, all right. Sure, he was. Anyway, so y'all want to move on to this Actually, I was going to bring up one more thing about the Purdue. So who is your necton of the week for that Purdue game? Like, who is your necton? I think it's hard to give it individually. I know. I'm just going to say the defense. Just gonna say the defense. I'm just gonna say the defense. I'm saying Seth Green. Like, cause like, when have we seen that performance from our defense? Seth Green. Fresno State. Okay, but Antoine. He threw for one touchdown and ran for one touchdown. He has two touchdowns on that roster in that game. He did he, score more than Purdue. True. <laughs> <laughs> Big. Ooh. But I mean, if you. You, everyone's gonna score points. You just gotta stop the points. Yeah. So, yeah. what are you so, guys? I'm, I'm a big believer in the defense. I'd give it to Herbert if he punted more than twice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, he punted. He punted a 40 yard average in cold weather. That ain't bad. But I gotta agree with Grip. It's gotta go to the defense. Right. I'm gonna give it to one specific person. I will be giving it to uh, Chris Williamson um, for the task that he had to do. Stopping, Big, stopping Rondale, who is still a grown man, I don't care. <laughs> um, stopping Rondale for the majority of the game, knowing that Purdue was going to go to Rondale. Mm-hmm. And most people all year, people know 
Purdue's going to Rondale. Mm-hmm. But there's been like two teams able to do something about it. Michigan State. Michigan State and us. <laughs> <laughs> because Rondell's got in his numbers even when his team's been bad. But like I would give it to him. Because... Can I give it to old coach Joe? Mm. Joe Rossi? Just for that he stepped up and he showed he showed that this defense <laughs> still has a little bit of that Tracy Clay's biting it. I think he just showed them uh, the Illinois game, and I think that might have been sufficient. I don't think they even had to look. <laughs> <laughs> they just like, okay, you see that? No. <laughs> he said, uh, he played the uh, Illinois game, and then he showed hey them guys, the amount of the, memes. Here's the Illinois tape. Let me just push this in the VCR here. <laughs> the VCR? What was this, 1990? I mean... But, I mean... Like, I just, defense, defense, defense. Like, I will say that not, like, 10 times out of 10 because 0 for 12 on third down conversions. <laughs> 0 for 12. That's, that's but also those 2.9 yards per carry that's for ridiculous. Purdue. A lot of those fourth down stops, too. Like, yeah. Blake Cash, when you yeah. tackle, blah, 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 when you try to go for fourth and one and fourth and two. 3.76 yards per play. That's per to the number, what was it? The number 13 uh, offense the in the country at the yeah. time? That's ridiculous. Nine drives ending in five plays or less for Purdue. I'm not sure. Ten points, Purdue's lowest point total since October 14th, 2017. 88, the number of rushing yards. Uh, Most so, of those coming in the fourth. Yeah, in, in garbage time. Yep. But still, fourth time, Brom held under 100. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, tw- only 233 yards gained by Purdue. So also time of possession, we held it to 33 minutes and 30. We're seconds. always good with possession. We just hog that ball and eat that clock. Yeah, but I'm, that's all you right. You know what's so weird? Because just like really quickly before we move on to old Patty, um, old because Patty. we're watching Kirk Shiraka's offense. Mm. It, mm, it's coming. It is. It's, it's good. Even when our defense sucks, our offense was decent. Anyway, <laughs> Indiana. No, but like, let me just sneak past the like, sixty-seven yards down the field. It's like PJ and Kirk decided we wanted like the ball control of the Jerry Kill Tracy regime, but also we don't just have to run it on first and second down and then play action pass on third. We can. Throw it on first. Well, we we can't, ain't got Mitch Slider in the backfield anymore. You know what? Mitch Slider got us to nine wins, so you're going to stop disrespecting Mitch. I'm not going to stop disrespecting Mitch. Four interceptions. Four interceptions in the fourth quarter. But also, no. Okay, we only had two the holiday penalties. Ball. Yeah, Our team only had two penalties. Okay, that's but another topic. That's another topic we have to address because... The Gophers and Northwestern are two of the least penalized teams in the country, so I do not see a lot of yellow flags on the field this Mm-mm. weekend, and it will not help really. a lot with the flow of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's 3.1 for Northwestern and 3.3 flags a game for the Gophers, so I you expect... mean I'll be out of here by 2.30? <laughs> Boy, you know how sick I am of four and a half hours at this stadium every Saturday? Or... What about the people, what was it, the Belk Bowl last year that went like five hours, thousand penalties? That's uh, disrespectful. Like, if I was anyway, a friend, I'm leaving. That's anyway, a, speaking off, of, off tangent. who are we playing this weekend? Next up, next segment is the Northwestern Wildcats, 22nd ranked in the country. Did they do anything uh, fun this weekend? Uh, Beat Iowa. Beat huh. Iowa. They beat Iowa. And what did that mean when they beat Iowa? They clinched the West. You're welcome, Northwestern, for beating Purdue. <laughs> now give no. us one. No. Come on. <laughs> give, us one. <laughs> give us one. Y'all already won the West. You all don't need any no, more. Northwestern games. should be thanking us for beating Purdue. We beat the <laughs> crap out of Purdue. Okay? I don't give a crap if Northwestern beat Iowa. I, they need to send us a big thank you card. Oh, and be like, they need to send thank us a you. big thank you card in the form of one win in a bowl game. Ooh. Okay. I, I think that's... <laughs> Lights are off. Oh, I'm God. cool with Clap this. On. I'll keep doing this in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
little arma. So apparently Northwestern does not agree with our sentiment as they have used their tech nerds yep. to uh, disrupt our lighting. Um, so, uh, it's going to be this Saturday, November 17th. It's 11 a.m. kick at TCF. Isaiah Bauer can't run. What? Does yep. it? <laughs> you ran for a ball at 2.50 um, on the night. I am Ooh. going to mention this. No it's senior day for the Gophers, and these are the seniors that are leaving. Um, <laughs> Don't hurt me. Kicker Don't Emmett Carpenter. <clears throat> linebacker Blake Cashman. <laughs> Eagles flock. Eagles flock. Yeah. Offensive line, Danelle Ooh. Green. We'll see you on Sundays. Defensive back, Jacob Huff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Linebacker, Julian Huff. That's okay. We love you too. No, we, we love Long you, bro. snapper, Payne Jordan. Oh, my God, no. Oh, no. Special teams. Oh. Don't, don't do it to him. Her boy. Minnesota, my don't, boy. Don't say it. Defensive line, Gary Moore. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> has he played? No, he has, I think he has rotations. not a lot, though. Oh, yeah. okay. Defensive back, Antonio Chenault. Oh, he's injured. Yep. Uh, offensive lineman, uh, Jared Wheeler. He's our center. Oh, oh yeah. That's he's just a, he's a very likable guy. Yeah, he's yeah. nice. And then uh, running back, Rodney Smith. But he's not graduating. He's walking with his fellow fifth-year or fourth-year seniors. Oh, yeah. I was about to punch have, you in the phone. Have they yeah. got that? <laughs> They got that uh, waiver approved yet for his medical red shirt? He'll know? get it. Uh, I know he'll get it, no, but so until it happens, for I'm NCAA, here. they have to wait till after the Wisconsin game to do it. That better be 2:31 p.m. Approved. <laughs> 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 2:31 p.m. So, yeah, um, Robbie, we that, have to that's secure a, the wave. It's that's a decent chunk of the senior group. That, no, for bad. us as fans, like they've been with us since. Wait, we came that's not in. all the seniors. I think that's all that I was able to find. Like, these are the notable seniors that are like on our oh, team. Herbert's isn't that graduating. I know Thank that. God. He's a wrestler junior. Don't hurt me like that. I heard kicker Emmett Carpenter, long snapper Peyton Jordan, and I expected the special teams to be gone. Don't no, hurt Herbert's me like is back, this. and then I think on the depth chart, John Mack is behind Emmett Carpenter for kicker. <clears throat> but then again, we do have a two-star long snapper on there. 2019 recruiting class. Whoop de doo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel confident about that guy, but whatever. They don't really give a whole lot of stars to special teams. They no. really don't. Anyway. That's okay. Hunters don't get nothing. So, don't so get nothing. yeah, we know what Northwestern clinched the West. Yeah. So. Number 22. On the shoulders of Clayton Thorson. Uh, on the shoulders of Flynn Nagle. So, what are our oh. hot takes about the no. Wildcats? Do you guys need to know? Uh, or we do know. Well, I think it's uh, worth noting that I'm, I believe Montre Hartage mm-hmm. on their defense, defensive back, will be out this weekend. Mm-hmm. Is he um, one of their best defensive backs? I think I call him one of the best in the Big Ten. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's that's up for debate. Um, Was that and, before uh, or after Antoine Winfield went down? Before. Yeah, <laughs> you, you already. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but um, they they would have put him on Tyler Johnson, so I think that opens up Tyler a lot to uh, you know, or they don't, they don't want those problems. Or there's there's two bad men behind Tyler Johnson on that roster. Oh yeah, because we have uh, one Chris Hopman Bell, uh, the crab, and then we have Rashad. He's a grown man. Uh, Bateman, uh, Demetrius Douglas is uh, unfortunately off the team. <laughs> um, after deciding that there's no amount of separation that will allow him to catch Well, I the heard ball. that they found out that he doesn't have hands last week. He was playing with stubs this he, entire time. He, he doesn't have, something like this. He physically doesn't have hands, just gloves. It's fine. We'll probably move him <laughs> to yeah. corner at some point. I'll recap of uh... We love you, Thank you for bringing that up, though, because uh, our recap was very positive of that Purdue game, and I was—I forgot to mention that. So I'm like, we should have beat him by 38 points. He had at least 20 yards. Yeah, at least. least. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, I could have caught that ball better than he did. I was looking for a reason that he dropped that. Anyway, I'm sorry. We mm. uh, Northwestern. Right, Philip Howard. All right, moving on. 
I love how none of us say we love you, Demetrius Douglas. Nah, man. He's in the doghouse right now. Boy, you better have 175 yards this weekend. Anyway, continue. <coughs> um, Clayton Thorson, he's at to- season stats. He has at 224 to 377, mm. 59.4% completions, yeah. 2,335 yards, yeah. 12 in- touchdowns to 12 interceptions. Mitch Leitner? <laughs> sounds a lot like Mitch. Yeah. That sounds exactly no, but like Mitch. Here's Clayton Thorson's rushing stats. He can run? No. no that man can't 60, move. 61, 61 carries, negative 89 yards. Yes, exactly. <laughs> nice! <laughs> Yeah, um, so he's not Mitch Leiner because Mitch Leiner can actually run. So what you're saying is I don't have to deal with a dual threat quarterback? Well, he's we not, not a threat. We should not underestimate the run, though. No. Oh, there was, um, I remember I watched the Wisconsin game against Northwestern. Clint Dorson had a rushing touchdown where he duped like three dudes to get to the end zone. I was like, that was like watching Tom Brady try to juke people to get to the end zone. That was... And just, succeeded? And succeeded. So, Tana Morgan. Anyway. Um, so, a uh, fun fact. Uh, y'all remember the 2016 game against Northwestern? Also on uh, Senior Day. Uh, at home? At home. A week uh, later, though. But You know what? That's fine. Um, so, did you know how many rushing yards Clayton Thorson had in that game? How many? Negative 26. Do you want to know why? Trace Clays? Blake Cashman had two sacks on him. Oh, God. Tracy Clays. Uh, Winston DeLatibaudet. DeLatibaudet. Also had uh, a sack. And, just to hear his name. and Carter Coughlin also had half of a sack in that game. So you will be seeing possibly all three of those men again. Only now they're bigger, faster, and stronger. And they're pissed. Like I said, the... The offense has fallen on Clayton Thorson's <coughs> excuse me, shoulders with their uh, slew of running back issues. And if you stop Clayton Thorson, you stop Northwestern. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Who's, no. who's on their running back team? Uh, their best uh, rusher is Isaiah Bowser. Um, well, this year. Let's see. Year. So they started off, you remember they had uh, their all-time leading rusher and a very bad man, probably the most disrespected running back in the country in my opinion, and Justin Jackson. Um and he left to go play on Sundays, etc. Um and then they had his heir apparent, who was Jeremy Larkin, who was averaging like seven, eight yards a carry, something ridiculous like that. Then he had some incurable disease, so then he had to go out. So then they had John Moten, the fourth and then he got injured, and so now they have the true freshman, Isaiah Bowser. We know a lot about true freshmen in this household. Oh, yes, we do. Um, and he's the uh, next man up. Also, wait, we got a young Wait, team, so right? Larkin and Moen the fourth are injured? Like, are they off the depth? No, no, Isaiah Bowser um, will be playing this weekend. I'm not sure about um, Moten, but I know Bowser will probably uh, be playing. Okay. Um, other people to worry about. Mm-hmm. Flynn, Flynn Nagel. Mr. First Down, Flynn Nagel. He's not the guy who's like gonna just explode on you, but he's like he's like an Adam Thielen. He'll moss you? He's just gonna catch whatever you throw up. He'll catch it. That's fine. Uh, he's going to tell Clayton Thorson on a 99 and a half yard drive, hey, I want the ball, and he's <laughs> going to throw it 32 yards to him so he can get the first down and end up in Nebraska territory. So would you put Chris Williamson on him? Mm, now, did you all see that catch that, um, what's his name, uh, Skronik? What's his name? Bennett Skronik. Bennett Skronik. You all see that catch he made against Iowa. Like, Clayton just threw it. This was their last touchdown pass. Clayton just threw it up, overthrew him, frankly. And he just laid out full extension, just put his pinky finger underneath that ball and somehow called that. That was one of the most miraculous catches I have ever seen. Um, Well, strong words. Like, I don't know how he called that ball. Mm-hmm. I would put that catch up there with the Antoine Winfield Fresno State interception. Have no idea how he got that. No idea. Um, so yeah, Flynn Nagel, Skoranek, and uh, 
what's his face? Oh, Bowser. Yeah. Because it's, it's been proven, as you said in the stats. Clayton Thorson will give you back the ball. He will gift you the ball. He's gifted them the ball, uh, Big Ten play. He's been gifting people the ball, all Big Ten. What we do need to worry about is that defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they got some uh, bad men on that defense. You have one, Patty Fisher, little baby Patty. He's been wreaking havoc. You have Gaziano. Joe Gaziano. Woo! Wreaking He's havoc. J.R. Pace? Mm. He's got a couple interceptions. He's got a few of them. So, when I, when I look at this game, like... Oh, and Blake Gallagher. Don't don't forget Blake. He's got... He's got... He's got, he's got, he's got, he's got like 90... Some, he's got some tackles or something. He's got some good... All right. Anyway. You gonna give me keys to the game? Is that what you're gonna give me? I was, I was just gonna say, like, just on the offset, looking at this Northwestern team... There, <laughs> so Purdue's offense was frankly far and away more terrifying than what Northwestern's offense is going to bring to the field. Quite frankly, um, far and away, and it's it's not close. They do have some playmakers on the edge, but none of them who are just going to like end your life. Like, there's nobody who I say put three dudes on them. There's no run no more. No, because, like, even Flynn Nagel, I'm like, I don't care how many people you put on him, he's going to catch the ball, but you can still tackle him once he comes down, as opposed to Rondale, who will catch the ball, run three dudes over, and then go 60 more yards. Um, so their offense is something that I'm... If our defense plays the way we played against Purdue, I'm not afraid of them at all. Now, that defense... <clears throat> Northwestern is just like a very odd team to me in the fact that they seem to be, I you could argue, one of the hottest teams in the country. And they do play some of their best ball on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there was, I think there was some talk about them being like a dark horse contender for the Big Ten West this year. Mm-hmm. And um, definitely a success, obviously. Um, but the Northwestern Wildcats have failed to cover their last four games when favored by at least three points. And the Gophers have failed to cover seven of their last ten games when an underdog of at least three points. However, I'm going to choose Gophers with the home team. So, um, so then some takeaways I, for us to win then the next segment. Has, has Northwestern won here? I don't think. I don't think they, they have. haven't won here in a while. Um, definitely not since. So there was there's obviously this kid where we haven't scored a single point at Ryan's Field, but they can't beat us. Yeah, because TCF. like it was in 2015 and 2017, so last season as well. We were we didn't score a single point Man, at all. That was but then no, but then in Man. 14 and 16, we Ryan, don't. We Ryan Field ain't even a home field advantage. It's not. It's, not, it's basically oh, a neutral man. site game. Um, Northwestern really does deserve more fans. Um, than they have because I'm I'm gonna say this I love you PJ I've said this for quite a bit I think Patty Fisher is not Patty Fisher Fitzgerald. Pat Fitzgerald I'm thinking <laughs> Patty Fisher oh is basically God. Pat Fitzgerald like they're basically uh Pat Fitzgerald I believe he played linebacker for Northwestern he played for Northwestern um, I would call him the best coach in the West at least did you call he, Jeff Brown the best coach in the West last week. I think he's definitely has the one of the best there. X's and O's. X's coach. and O's, O's, O's kind of coach. coach. But like for the amount of academic um, problems that you have, even getting on that team, um, with the like competition that you have with Illinois, who the Illini are the flagship school in Illinois, frankly, um, and then competing with the Big Ten, so they're never having really great recruiting numbers. Um, with all that being said. He coaches the crap out of them. Like, Northwestern's a team that, frankly, should have beaten Michigan. They know the name. I don't know about Notre Dame. Really? I don't know about Notre Dame. Because... Ian Book. Ian Book, you see. That's it. That's all you need to say. What Northwestern does is they'll say, look, we're going to find the one thing that you do really, really well, and we're just going to make sure you can't do it. What's the one thing that the Gophers do really, really well? 
Tyler Johnson. <laughs> Are you sure? Okay, the wide receiving core as a whole. Because Are you, you sure? But, okay, look. There's a bad man in that backfield. Okay. His name is Muhammad. Okay, occasionally. Muhammad, but sometimes he's just Muhammad. Um, <laughs> so. Here goes Muhammad. Anyway, but uh, no, I mean, if you look at what's consistent every game, it's our wide receiving core. You know they're going to get theirs. If Tyler Johnson doesn't get theirs, which, <laughs> good luck, um, you know Rashad's going to get his. If Rashad doesn't get his, you know it's going to get his. <laughs> And all of that, and then we have a lot more creative um, play calling that we can do with Seth Green in the Wildcat slash tight end against Nebraska, apparently. And then, and um, then the, quarterback, the weird tight, the weird Tyler Johnson throw at the beginning yeah. of the Purdue game, we, which which surprised me to be honest. Yeah, which like I don't I don't blame Kirk Sirocco for at all. I'm glad we took that shot. Put the fear of God in him against Jeff Brom. We say, oh, we can do trick plays too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know. So is that your key to the game? If, like, they stop our wide receiver core, be more okay. use the creativity that, we, that we've been using and more new ones in I this have, game? I have three keys to this game. As you should. Number one, Northwestern is going to make this an ugly game. Because that's what they do. They haven't, they don't dominate people. They almost lost to Rutgers. They did. But they fight and also went on the road and beat the crap out of Michigan State. They Good will night. yeah, they will not dominate you, but they always find a way to win. They find that, that gritty football. They find way to just grind out wins, key takeaways when it counts. So here's my thing. If they want to make it ugly, we'll make it just as ugly. I would because you're not stopping their defense. Their defense will hit you. It will hit Tanner unless he runs. Please run, run the ball, Tanner. Um, they're they're going to hit him. They're going to play physical. They're going to say, if you're going to beat us, you're going to earn every single play that you get. It's going, in my opinion, this will be the toughest defense we're going to play all year. So, if they're going to play... Not, not Wisconsin? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I think All that's right. fair. Yeah, very much so. Do you see how Wisconsin's look this season? Yeah, yeah, but do you see how they play against the Gophers? Uh, like I said, the toughest defense we play in this year will be Northwestern. Uh, Northwestern does not have a Jonathan Taylor. But um, back to the point one is if they're going to make it ugly, you make it ugly. Everything that their defense does to us, do it right back to them. And a little more. And a little more because I know Blake Cashman, Delata Bader. Uh, uh, who was Say it again. Carter Coughlin. Carter Coughlin. No, oh, no, 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 go back to the. De, 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 oh, the Ladabudin. The Ladabudin. I know. Hey, we I gotta get more involved. We gotta. I got I want to hear the Ladabudin. Yeah, no. Every <laughs> single defensive play. <laughs> <laughs> no, every single. Hey, I know they are thirsty because they know what Northwestern did to us last year. They disrespected us. Really badly, and now. But we deserved it. We did deserve we it. We deserved it. And uh, this week, I want Blake Cashman. I want our seniors, especially on defense, because that's where most of our seniors are. I want them to eat him all game. If they want to make it ugly, we gonna make it disgusting. Number two, Seth Green Wildcat, <laughs> throw the ball <laughs> because they, much like Purdue. If you look, our advantage is if you look person for person, as young as we are, because they're injured almost as much as we are. In fact, I, yeah, no, they're injured almost as much as we are. So if you look person per person, we're more talented. We are. I'd say. <laughs> so, so Seth, so what am I saying? So Seth Green, they have to load the box. Because they can't stop them either. And get our tight ends involved they, again. They can't stop them either. Get our tight ends. Put Tyler Johnson in the game. Put Rashad Bacon. Do an empty backfield Seth with Green. Seth Green. <laughs> and just see what happens. 
Well, you put see the how fear you, of you God see, into put him. the fear of God into him, then just run twelve yards. Well, you saw how the when Jay Paulson got his touchdown with Seth Green and oh. the Wildcat, you disguise him, disguise him as a blocker. They won't account for him. Are they going to account for Tanner Morgan running? They will not account for Tanner Morgan running. You saw how many holes if Tanner Morgan did not hand the ball off on the run pass option. Like, he could have been at least 10, 20 yards on the field. So, Seth Green. Anyway. Do your thing. We love you, Seth Green. God bless you. You're a great person. The green line. The green line. Right to the end zone. No, but you looked at PJ's post-game conference. Uh, They brought brought up Seth Green. There, he's getting more involved, such as with Kirk Shiraka, mm-hmm. and he gave PJ gave hints. He didn't say it for sure, but option stuff. He said something with option with yeah. Seth Green. So I'm, like that makes me more excited that if he can do that this game or install it, yeah, it's going to be a very key part of the game. Well, look at how this coaching staff is using their players. You need to stop. Our oh. coaches look at our players. What do they see? They see options. I was like, oh, we can move him to the defense. Oh, we can move him to tight end. Yeah. They want to get creative. They want to disguise plays yeah. in ways that people aren't going to understand. And you see Kirk doing that with our statistically superior offense mm-hmm. than last year. Like and superior. The, superior. It's not even but the rec- But the record doesn't show it. Think about <laughs> so. it, the runs. If first offensive play of the game, Seth Green was a quarterback that walked out. What would they do? <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> Internally, Seth I'm just going to let A. PJ just look all the time. I'm like, Seth hey, Green, Pat. hey, Patty, and no running back. <laughs> <laughs> First play of the game. Tanner Morgan, <laughs> receiver. <laughs> wait, we, hey, what haven't we done yet? I have still not seen the Philly Philly yet. Ooh. We have not done the Philly Philly yet. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Pull it out, Pete. No, actually, save that for Wisconsin. Save that for <laughs> save that for Wisconsin. Save, anyway. that, save that for the special moments. So yeah, uh, when we take that. <laughs> anyway, um, and then number three, Clayton Thorson will give us the ball at some point. Mm-hmm. That's what he does the last few games. He's thrown more interceptions than he has touchdowns in the last my uh, man four games. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 we're, so we're hoping to see like. Antonio Chanel or possibly Jacob Antonio Hoff. Antonio Chanel is out for the season. Oh, he is? Okay, yep. it's like Jacob Hoff, uh, Terrell Smith, I think, Tea Time. Tea Time. And maybe some of our linebackers involved. Yep. Like, Lake Cashman, do what you do. So, like, he's going to give us the ball. Here's the thing that's different from Purdue versus Northwestern. I remember in the Wisconsin game, Clayton Thorson threw three interceptions. And one touchdown in that game. And they beat Wisconsin by like 20. Because the one thing is, their defense, even if, hey, if their defense has to come back on the field, they are happy. They enjoy coming back on the field. You're just giving us more opportunities to hit. So when Clayton Thorson gives you the ball, because he will probably at some point, please, Jesus, take away the ball. Milk the clock. You have, well, not even milk the clock. Make sure that you capitalize on it. You need to get in the end zone against this defense, and you need to do it early because once they figure out your game plan, you're not doing anything. See the Iowa game. See the Wisconsin game. See the Michigan State game. So that's my three. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I add to the thing as part of your first thing because you said, like, if they play gritty and dirty, mm-hmm. we should too. I think our defense should still play that way, aggressive. Mm-hmm. But they should not. I, I get like you said, go after Clayton Thorson, like eat him. But I think we should not sleep on the run game. It may not be oh, great, of not. but you should oh. not sleep on it. I think that was a ramp for 156 yards on Iowa. This I, is the Big Ten. Because I you think you sleep on a run game. Look what happened with Illinois and Maryland. Like, we slept on that run game, and then... Oh, no, Rob Smith just sucks. Now, wait, hold on. Rob Smith sucks. Reggie Corbin has already is already over 1,000 yards uh, rushing this season. So, so he's, been, he, he's been a bad man for And not a lot of people slept Jay Sean Jones either from Maryland. Reggie Corbin. We huh? slept on Reggie Corbin. Huh? I don't think we slept on him. I think we couldn't stop him. That's, that's what my takeaway was. Oh, people were in the quote-unquote right positions. They just couldn't do anything about it because he said, <laughs> stutter step by. 
Uh, Let's also look at those uh, big losses. Maryland, running. Nebraska, Illinois. What they got? Really talented running backs. And not a true freshman because all the other running backs are injured. But Zigbo. they also got option run systems. Yeah, and Clayton Thorson came rolling. No. Clayton First play of the run. game, blitz. Blitz! <laughs> I, I'm dead serious. He... Scare him early. You, I, because that's agree. how he's going to give us the ball. It's exactly mm-hmm. how he's going to. If you send Blake Cashman up the middle for the first play and you at least get pressure on him, a mm-hmm. hand something he's going to be like. <laughs> Not what you <laughs> Griffin. Would you describe him as uh, more of a rhythm passer, like one of those people who like he just needs to get a few completions and then he's off. Like, um, I remember that was, like, pretty much what David Blau was. The reason we were able to be so successful is we stopped him early. Um, he never got in rhythm. He never got in rhythm. I, I do because I, I see Clayton Dorson and David Blau as very similar in terms of, like, quarterback style. Okay. Um, so, if you uh, – David Blau has shown that, well, sometimes he can be elite. But you also see these games against uh, Note Minnesota – where, you know, he, he really wasn't. So, I, I I would describe Clayton Thorson as more of a rhythm passer. Um, do you, well, if they're similar, who do you Because if he stretches our defense, mm. then, Ooh. There you go. then our defense is... You guys so, think it's um, better between Blau and Thorson? Mm-hmm. Blau. Blau. Yeah. David Blau. David Blau. I, I can't even answer that right now. North <laughs> they're both so inconsistent, but... True. That's fair. But then again, I I really love David Blau though, so I don't know. That's why I'm a little biased in that answer. His eyebrows look like they came right out of an anime, and I don't <laughs> understand. David Blau? Yeah, have you seen this man? Look him up. Look I look at his eyebrows. <laughs> He's straight from the burps. <laughs> He's straight. Look, I saw him on the uh, the Big Ten interviews, and the first thing I looked at was. What is going on? I mean, like, With his hold face? up. Hold up. You I went to upper so third of his okay, face. Okay, we're moving on from Northwestern. We're talking about David wait, Blau. Wait, 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 hold on. Give your you keys. know what? Let's Give your keys to the game. I just want to. Man. Okay, let's hurry up and wrap up with Northwestern. We got some hot takes to take. I just. I know we got that receiver core. I know we got Tanner Morgan and Seth Green to be excited about, but. I don't want us to sleep on Muhammad when he shows up. If he needs to show up big this game, we need to show that we can do it both ways. Northwestern's okay. not gonna let you run. Okay. Them, but if we can do it a little bit, that's both what Ohio ways, State says. Northwestern. <laughs> look at me! Look at! Look at me! Look out! What's up with his entire face? He looks like Purdue's mascot. Oh, that's so <laughs> creepy. That's oh, so creepy. Oh, you're dirty like that. Wait, okay. Uh-huh. Do, look. No, I know what Purdue. <laughs> you know, you, I know what Do. Purdue Pete look like. Oh, look at those eyebrows on Purdue Pete. And oh, my God. They're the same. <laughs> oh, my God. They're the same. Purdue <laughs> 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 Okay. You know what? <laughs> All right. Can we my, get a score prediction? <laughs> okay. Oh, come on. What about uh, our score? Oh, oh yeah. Takes. Yo, yo, takes. Go on. Go on. Yeah, that's spicy takes. No, we're going no predictions, and then we're going to the spicy takes. All right, we'll do predictions. Um, I'm saying win, but it's going to be a very close game. So I'm saying 31 to 24. Mm. That that sounds very high. That's <laughs> I won last. <laughs> that's why you almost boy, boy, that's you why right? almost Oh man, about you guys. 23-17, Golden Gophers. Lorenz, what? I, I just have to give the home team the advantage. I want a ball! <laughs> Man! 27. 27? 17. Wildcats. Mm. Okay. What? I don't, I don't think... Until our defense proves that they can show up... And be consistent. Two games in a row... I'm, I I refuse to believe they're back. I remember we had the exact same feelings last year after we put that beat down on Nebraska. Okay. So I, I don't trust our defense. Okay. Wyatt? 24-20. Wyatt? 
Wildcats. Mm. Oh, okay. So we're both split. Split. All right. I, I, I dig it. I, I I'd rather it. be on the Ron's side. No but, offense to you. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's that's How, fine. I would love to be wrong. We were really wrong about Purdue. If you can make us wrong again, that would be blessed. Like I said, I wanted to say Northwestern by forty. Prove me wrong. Northwestern by four. Prove me wrong. Okay. The. Uh, Takeaway here is that it's gonna be close. It's gonna be close. okay. So, um, next segment we don't have enough time for a one spicy take. This one's for Griffin. Just just about anything. No, like what you want to talk about. Oh that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Chris Ash, get the heck out! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he a waste of money. <laughs> they scored against Michigan. They. They put up the same score against Michigan that Penn State put up against Michigan the week before. Do you know they did one and better, nine? They did a better job against Northwestern than Wisconsin did. How, it doesn't matter points, about games. It, how many points? At the end of the day, it's the W and the L's. I don't know. It's all about the W but and the L's. But also, I want to stay next year though, so we can beat them. We yeah, we gotta go year. get some status. New Piscataway. New Piscataway. Was the time. New Episcatarian. Not too terribly long ago, there was a time where Rutgers was not known as the trash of the Big Ten. Yeah, there was a time. They now were, they are. They were, over in, uh, they were over in, I believe, the Big East. They should have. Chris Ash, frankly, should have been fired the moment they got whooped by Kansas. That, yes. Yeah, he should have been fired the day he was hired. <laughs> the more way uh, when Michigan beat them, what was that like seventy eight to nothing? I said, okay, now listen, you gotta play some defense. When I, is Rutgers gonna stop subtle? Who? Okay, I ask you this then, Griffin. Who would want to coach at Rutgers? Who? Yes. Somebody, and most people are gonna be better than Chris Ash. Okay, so let me ask this. Let's miles. <laughs> Wait, wait, so your question was who won? No, no, no. Who would who would want to go to Rutgers? Because whenever so I was thinking like you think about who are the bad teams in the Big Ten. Well in more the power bad five. Teams. Power five. You say like Illinois, you would say Purdue, you would say um I wouldn't say would, Purdue anymore. Well, I mean prior to Jeff Brown. Um and you would have said Rutgers. Okay, what's the difference? Illinois and Purdue, you get to coach in the Big Ten West. Which, in itself, you can... Getting, like, the 24th ranked team, 24th uh, ranked recruiting class, you will out-recruit the entire West just by doing that. Mm -hmm. If you have to play in the Big East with Rutgers, and every single year you have Ohio State and Penn State and Michigan, and Michigan State. I'm going to put Maryland in there. And Michigan. I was going to say, don't you dare no, not put Maryland in and, there. And Indiana, who's not even horrible. Like That's also true. Like They Indiana, beat Boston. No, they beat, uh, they beat Virginia. Virginia. Indiana's costing themselves wins every single year. Indiana's supposed to be the dark horse of the Big Ten every single year, and they're costing themselves. But I like Indiana's coach, though, Tom Allen. I like him. Yeah, all right. We put up 38 on them. Anyway... Yeah, so I'm like, who who would legitimately want to coach that? You can't out recruit them. No, you. There's very little you can do to out scheme them. Because Purdue had a Rondell Moore. They don't have that. They have Arthur Sikowski, the four star quarterback who was supposed to be their savior, who Zach Adams said beat out. <laughs> so I'm like, so I uh, I think Brockers just had. A bad, this bad luck when he when he joined the Big Ten because they're gonna be in the East <laughs> at Nebraska. Nebraska is winning like eight nine games next year. Mm-hmm. That quarterback is disgusting. Yeah. I hate and him. he gets to play. Is Ozigbo a junior? No, but he's a senior. He he's gone. Sure. Okay, good. But God bless. Know, they also have JD Spielman though. I they think. still have JD Spielman, but um, uh, who's the other one? The other dude. It's J.D. Spielman and... Man, I'm thinking a couple years back, I'm thinking of Wester Camp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you remember him. 
No, is their other, their actual How like leading not? receiver he's graduated yeah. to. And uh, we'll see y'all in Minneapolis next year when we have Rodney and Shannon and all of us. And Muhammad. And Muhammad. Oh, gosh. I love yeah. Muhammad Ibrahim. <coughs> he's great. He's such a nice guy, too. Uh, well, welcome to listening in to Opa Podcast tonight for the Northwestern Preview. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the thank, podcast. Thank, thank you. Home. Boy, we still going? We still <laughs> going home. Thank you for listening to Opa Podcast. Hour coming home. I haven't oh. eaten. Uh, tomorrow, uh, today we will begin our podcast talking about how badly we are going to defeat Wisconsin and take back the axe in Madison. And we're going to keep Jonathan Taylor to negative two yards this uh, year. Yep. And uh, John Cohen's going to throw four interceptions. Jack. <laughs> Who cares what his name is? Jack Cohen's going to throw four interceptions in ten seconds. Yep. So the we'll quarters. preview the Wisconsin uh, Badgers game for Axe game. Week next week. So tune in for that. But other than that, thank you for listening in tonight. Um, your host, Jason O. LeBron's Oak Guider. Uh, that's Wyatt Oak Curse. Griffin Most. Clemson's going to win every last game by at least 21 points. Because the ACC is trash, Griffin. The ACC doesn't matter, Griffin. Trevor, you did. <laughs> the ACC is trash. I'm not saying Clemson's a bad team. Who in the ACC matter besides Clemson and Q's? <laughs> they try to put Boston College as number 13. Syracuse is going to upset Notre Dame. I said it. <laughs> Oh, my. Good night, folks. I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. Yeah.